go. Son of a fucking bitch monkey. Hold on. <laughs> I hope Ed's recording this now. <laughs> oh, it's recording. I'm getting okay. Son um, of a bitch. You should, you should have that whole tirade open the next show. Or no. Hey guys, guess what? It's another episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. I'm Sailor, and on this podcast, we are serious about dresser drawers being shut properly. <laughs> Hear that, Ed? Check, check dresser, dresser doors. Check it shut and clear. <laughs> Thank God. Apparently, we are all OCD and cannot stand the backgrounds. Everyone but Ed. Hey, I don't have to look at it. I'm facing the opposite direction. (laughs) So that's definitely an inside joke to those of you who have listened to this podcast before. And if you are new, we do typically compare two albums from one artist against each other on this show. We'll discuss and argue the merits and very unprofessionally debate. Uh, And in the end, only one album reigns supreme. That is true, Jake. But we are still in our Metallica series. Um, so this show is going to be a little bit different, and it will be the last show in the Metallica series, sadly. Um, tonight we're going to discuss all of the Metallica albums post the Black Album, and we will, in the end, decide which Metallica album is the ultimate album of theirs in their discography. And we will also um, tell you guys about a little special playlist that we put together um, of what we think would be the best Metallica songs to entice new fans and new listeners. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. Look forward to that. Um, Equally important on the show. uh, We are all big time whiskey fans and nerd out about it with each other and with our other friends. And we do also drink on this show and each episode we pair, well, one of us individually will pair a, a whiskey specifically with a theme of the show and sailor. You are up to the plate tonight for that. Excited to hear how that's going to go. Don't be too excited. (laughs) Before we get into all of our discussions, though, um, and my whiskey pairing, we should say hi to our better half, Matt and Ed. What's up, dudes? What's up? What's up, guys? Hello, everybody. Ready for more Metallica. Guys psyched? You pumped? Pretty good. We're pumped. Oh, heck yeah. Super pumped. What are you guys drinking on tonight? Matt? Uh, I am drinking something from probably my favorite scotch distillery. I'm drinking Ardbeg uh, from Islay. So a nice smoky peaty. Uh, it's the Ardbeg Ugodal, which is in their uh, core range. It's about $100 a bottle. It's not cheap stuff. Um, but it is amazingly everything that you picture an Islay whiskey, be, whiskey being. It is that smoke, peat. Um, it's meaty, seaweed, brine, everything that you want in, in an Islay whiskey. 
That sounds disgusting. Yeah, oh, it is awesome. None, the none, only... of those, none of those things fit what I want in a whiskey. However, <laughs> my scotch buddies do rave about, about the stuff yeah. coming yeah. from Ardbeg. Yeah, yeah. so. I just, it's like, picture just sitting next to a campfire in a peat bog, eating a bacon Gross. sandwich. I feel like I need a shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's paradise. And you can't wear any underwear. Okay. That's, that's the rule. Because right. you'll be wearing a kilt. Don't, oh, threaten right, me, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I'm no stranger to commando. But anyways. Ed? Okay. That's enough. Well, I'm keeping it local tonight. I just picked up another bottle of Whiskey Acres Rye Whiskey, uh, which is very a very good selection. I really, really like it. Yeah, it's uh, 87% uh, distilled just to the north of us a little bit in DeKalb, Illinois, where I grew up. Very nice. Awesome. I myself, uh, so today as we are recording um, is the birthday of one Mr. Johnny Cash, who is by far one of my uh, favorite artists of of music, period. Uh, I, I grew up, my, my parents are both big country music fans. Um, Johnny Cash was always played in our house, and I grew up just being, being a total fan. So I am actually drinking... Uh, it's a Four Roses pick out of uh, out of Tippins Market here in uh, just down the road in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and they did a pick. It's an OBSK, and it has it's called it's called the Man in Black, the Johnny Cash. Um, it's it's got a picture on the side. Just check my Instagram. It's it's got a picture of Johnny Cash um, in his prison photo on the side of it. Really cool. It's got a little guitar dangling from it and everything. They, they did a great job. Those guys are big cash fans too. So it was a, it was a cool tribute. So awesome. You know, before, before the black album, before back in black, there was the man in black. Yeah. Well said. So, yeah. So, I mean, Johnny cash. Yeah. You just tied in you like say? a bunch of our episodes, man. I know. What, what can you say about Johnny cash though? You got to respect them. Oh yeah. He's the man. Fan or not. Yep. He was indeed great. Well, moving moving uh, down the line, since, Sailor, you're going to talk about yours during the whiskey segment, uh, do you have some rock and metal news for us? I do, I do. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Clutch quietly announced that they were in the studio in early January, and uh, they've recently announced that they've completed their recording um, at Sputnik Sound Studio in Nashville, Tennessee. They're still trying to figure out their album title. Um, There's no songs available online to listen to yet. They have said that they will be playing their new songs live on their upcoming spring tour. Um, The lineup is The Bronx, who I love, Red Fang, and Fireball Ministry. Uh, looks like all the dates will be in the southern part of the U.S. So um, they have not stated yet, though, when they'll be releasing the new album. I guess they have to choose a name first. So Megadeth has announced that uh, 
2019, they will be releasing their next album. I don't know what the hell they're announcing it for now. It will be the follow-up to 2016's Dystopia. Uh, No other information is given on the album right now. But this year, they are celebrating their 35th anniversary all year long. So the whole year, there will be special releases, exclusive merchandise items, and Mm one-of-a-kind events and opportunities for fans around the world. Also... And Dana Sane's just going to go around and be a dick. Pretty much, you know, yeah. Say, it's because it's anniversary. He's got to yeah. like act the way that he did. I can't years even. Ago. I can't even yeah. watch the man speak. No, <laughs> I can't wa- handle just it. Just watching him talk. You mean me that? <laughs> <laughs> that whoever like posted things. that thing in our in the Metal Rock whiskey Facebook. I posted Facebook that. Oh, oh yes. Gone. It was so. It like made my skin crawl. I can't Jake even. vindicated. Yes. You guys all shit on me in the episode where <laughs> yeah, I was I talking about you. how how Sweet Home Alabama, how that riff in Four Horsemen is now that he ruined riff. It, he said, "Huh? He ruined it, that fucking dickhead." Yeah, but just watch how he talks about it. It's just so annoying. I know, and he ruined that fucking song now yeah. for me. It's... Hate him. Ugh. Like when it's you play the riff, like yeah, God, just that made stop. me want to vomit. Ugh. Okay, let's move on. I can't even, I don't even talk about him anymore. So Max Cavalera is talking about Soulfly's new album and described it as a tribal thrash album. He says, and I quote, really heavy, really groovy, all the killer percussion on top of it, and some of it is just crazy. There's even some hardcore death metal, black metal, all mixed up in there. It's from all of the stuff that I like to listen to. So this album is due out this summer, and there is no name for this album yet either, but I'm definitely interested in hearing that. Um, And finally, it seems that Living Zombies, The Rolling Stones, are touring this summer in the UK and Europe. It's called the No Filter Tour. Keith Richards was quoted saying, (laughs) It's such a joy to play with this band. There's really no stopping us, and we're only just getting started. Are you fucking kidding me? They're like 200 years old. What do these guys take to be alive still? How are they living and breathing? Aren't they more the Aren't they more the drunken pirates than the uh, living zombies? I think they they drink formaldehyde or something every day. Like maybe just a little bit, just enough to keep them alive. But it's the same with Steven. We talked about with Steven Tyler. I think they're just reanimated holograms. Yeah. And he says we're just getting started. They're legitimately like a hundred years old. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. remember that. Remember that. Uh, like, what was that show on MTV? The, the death match with like the Play-Doh. celebrity death match. Celebrity oh, death I match. love that. Yeah. And they did. Uh, they did the Play-Doh. one with Mick Jagger. Yeah. The and and uh, and Steven Tyler. Britney, there was always Britney Spears <laughs> in there too for some reason. That's that's how I constantly just see the two of them in my head immediately yeah. when they're brought up. Yeah. It's like the caricature of the giant lips just beating each other up. <laughs> so in other news that will make me feel like an old ass lady, Led Zeppelin is celebrating their 50th anniversary. Yeah. 50th. Is Go. that nuts or what? Wow. 50th. Insane. That's awesome. So that is your rock and metal news for the week. Boom. Thank you. Whoop. Want to talk about whiskey? Yeah. yeah. Always ready to talk about whiskey.
something a little bit different today. Instead of doing a pairing, because we are talking about one, two, three, four, five albums, um, all the albums, studio albums, I should say, post the Black Album, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, some whiskey, like my favorite whiskeys, my favorite expressions, my connections to them, because this whole time we've been talking about Metallica, um, I've discussed many times that you know, as is with most music, um, but in specific, this band is such an emotional connection to this band and to their music. And I have that with some of my favorite brands of American whiskey and uh, wanted to know if you guys did as well. Um, so a couple that I chose that there's a couple standouts for me. Um, one first one is always wild Turkey. Um, I grew up thinking wild Turkey was garbage. Um, you know, it was very low. It was low cost, low shelf. Um, before I, you know, got into drinking, you know, quality whiskey and, and bourbon, I was always a whiskey drinker, but I would either shoot it or mix it with something <clears throat> and, you know, always chose, I used to call it hobo whiskey, the <laughs> cheapest thing that I could find. Um, and then when I really started to learn about American whiskey um, and I read about um, <clears throat> wild turkey. I had obviously a new appreciation um, for wild turkey themselves, and of course for Jimmy Russell. Um, so wild turkey rare breed. I always say, if I was, you know, someone said, okay, you're going to be on a deserted island, mm. you can only have one whiskey for the rest of your life. I always say that would be rare breed. Easy. I don't even have to think about it. That is my go-to favorite. Um, bourbon and I it's I do it, it is because first and foremost I love the flavor of it but I also feel very emotionally connected to the legend of Jimmy Russell and the legend of wild turkey is very important to me um, next up would be Michter's for me um, hmm. Michter's is a newer kid on the block but I really love what Michter's is about I love what they stand for I love what they Not do if you ask them what <laughs> They're, they're, they're not new. a new kid on the block, if you ask well, them. Yes yeah. and no. They'll, they'll okay. tell you they're the oldest whiskey, American whiskey around. That no. that uh, George Washington gave his troops. Yeah, they'll, Michter's they'll, whiskey. They'll <laughs> tell you. They'll tell you a lot of things except for yeah, where they get their right juice from. Yeah. I know, <laughs> uh, but I know this isn't true. To me, they are a newer kid on the block. Um, but I really just... like what they put out. I like <laughs> what they produce. I happen to really like all of their expressions a lot. I feel like it's priced really well. I feel like it's there. It's just enough to stand out flavor-wise. Um, and then after that would, of course, be Jefferson's. And I am a proud Jefferson's ambassador. Um, and this is in no specific order. Um, I love the ingenuity of Trey Zoller. I love his history in bourbon and American whiskey. I love his fearlessness um, in the way he approaches his spirits and being a master blender at a time when being a blender was considered very faux pas and a bad thing, you know, to source whiskey. And he was, you know, stuck his middle fingers up. F you. I'm going to put my shit in, you know, wine casks and do all these crazy things to them. And I'm going to stick stick my barrels on boats and I'm going to, you know, collaborate with a chef and make a food whiskey. I just love the ingenuity of Jefferson's. Um, and Ocean is one of my absolute all-time favorite um, mm -hmm. bourbons that there is. Um, and then Old Forester, um, another emotional connection 
um, yeah. for me to the old forester. It's it's like um, it's like a respect thing, you know. You have to respect the old forester and what it stands for and what it is. So um, so I picked these expressions and I want to talk a little bit about them. Like I said, because we were talking about several albums tonight um, and why I love these select um, expressions um, or brands and what they mean to me. Um, I could go on. I mean, as we all could go on and on forever. If, if you're a whiskey nerd like I am, um, I'm not a collector. I don't collect bottles. Um, I don't spend my money on the, you know, the newest release and follow those things. I'm lucky that I get to sample for free because my business is in whiskey. Um, so I'm very blessed for that. I buy what I love. I buy what I would drink every day. I buy what's important to me, what's special to me. And I think that's really important for a lot of um, new whiskey fans. And I've had some people contacting me recently, which is really awesome, um, on Instagram that are listening to the show. They're new to the show and they're new to whiskey, asking me lots of questions. So shout out to you guys. Uh, I love getting messages from you guys. Please, anytime, you're welcome to send me a private message on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm happy to answer any of your questions. Um, and so that's, you know, I think I'm sure you guys get asked all the time. But, you know, especially being behind a bar when they find out that I am um, a brand ambassador for a whiskey brand. And I work in whiskey. People always ask me, well, what's your favorite whiskey? And it's a question that you can't answer really. So my answer is always, and I wanted to ask you guys about this as well. Uh, I always say, well, that depends on the day, depends on the season, depends on my mood, depends on what I've eaten, mm -hmm. depends on the time of day. Um, there's so many factors. Oh, yeah. I always say, you know, what I know I could drink every single day regardless is the rare breed. But um, it all depends on the mood I'm in. It all depends on where my palate's at that day. And, and there's so many things that can change that for me so um how do you guys answer that question when you get asked that i mean same exact way same exact way i mean i'm i'm asked uh if there's two or three whiskeys and i'm asked you know what do you like better i say well they're all different they're all different depends on my mood depends on what i'm in the mood for um you know depends on if i'm looking for something more fruity you know something a little bit drier you know it all depends i mean i'm, I'm equal opportunity um depending on you know what I'm in the mood for, like you said, Sailor. So exactly the same as what you said. I always have a hard time <clears throat> when the question is, what's better or is this good? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's that's <clears throat> hopefully maybe maybe some listeners that maybe are a little new that are hearing us discuss this will kind of figure out that it's not about what's what's good, what's better, because that's a relative question. Mm -hmm. The question should be, what are the flavor notes that you get? And, mm -hmm. um, and what maybe would you compare it to? Because, because then once you start to align your, you know, find other people that seem to have a similar palette to yours, then you can kind of take what, how they describe as uh, a particular, uh, whiskey and, and, and kind of pair it to, to theirs. So I, I've got a few different people, uh, barrel pickers around that I know their palates, and I know what they are looking for, how they've described certain things, and I can kind of do that. And certain friends, even your closest friends, you'll start to realize the people you drink with on a regular basis. If you start talking about, so this is what I'm getting off this one, what are you getting? <clears throat> and then you can kind of, you can actually expand your own discussions with your friends and, and start to figure out, um, you'll start to realize that the words good, better are falling away from your discussions. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's, I think, <clears throat> I mean, I totally agree with you. And um, it's all, and I always say sharing whiskey with friends is really important for those reasons you just said. You learn. I can, I mean, I drink rare breed all the time. Mm-hmm. I have sat down and drank it with other people and they were like, Ooh, I get such and such. I'm like, I've never, wow. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Maybe I'll taste it later. Maybe I won't. Maybe that influenced me or maybe they have a different, whatever. Um, but the, there are some whiskeys that people will ask me about and I have no problem telling them I think they're garbage because there is garbage <laughs> on the market. There are okay. plenty of whiskeys that are garbage. Um, in my opinion. And I, and, and the, what I count garbage is, if it's overpriced and it's not quality, if it's not truly what it's supposed to be, you know, it's a gray area there, what the bottle says it's supposed to be, you know, um, that I don't put up with. And that to me is garbage. Or if it's a lower priced whiskey and I know there are better ones at the same price and that one is just doesn't taste good, just doesn't have any flavor to it. It doesn't have really anything to it. I consider that garbage as well because there's so many others out there at the same price point that are really good. Not even just okay, but like really good. I think that's a, I think that's a great a great point that you bring up there and to kind of ex- expand on that. I think <clears throat> maybe what you're saying when you're talking about um <clears throat> a bottle's not what it's supposed to be. When you get into certain price ranges and certain age ranges, there are <clears throat> um maybe not flavor profiles but um, maybe levels of the the alcohol burn, the upfront, um, maybe corny, corny acetony stuff like that. If 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 you can taste the youth in something, mm-hmm. then then that kind of falls into a certain profile that falls into a different price range. And right. so yeah, when you get into different. Uh, levels, there, you can tell the difference between quality and flavor profile. And because right. I mean, like Matt, earlier you were talking about Ardbeg, and I know that that is a high quality product that you're drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly care for that flavor profile, but I've had um, other, you know, Islays in that range, and I can pick up the quality. Immediately, you know it's yeah, a quality yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Even if you don't like the flavor profile, right. you immediately know, okay, this is this is a, a high-quality pour. Mm. But that takes time to learn. That takes time to learn that. That takes sure, time for, sure. for your palate to develop. And, Ed, I saw you made a comment on, I think, the Drinking Darlings. They, they posted recently you know, there's no right way or wrong way to drink whiskey. And I say this over and over and over. It's another question I get asked all the time. Are you, people will say, are you supposed to drink it with or without ice? And I tell them there is no such thing. You drink it however the hell you want to drink it. This posturing, you know, I take my coffee black and my whiskey neat. Good for you. Go (laughs) fuck yourself. Gives a shit. Like well, that doesn't great. make you have as long as bigger you don't balls than anybody, anybody else. else. Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> if that's how you want to take your whiskey, great. You and oh, you're a pussy if you put ice in it. Fuck you. I have a pussy, and I'm saying fuck you. <laughs> tell me how to drink my fucking whiskey. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's the same but, with taste. Like Ed, you commented on my Eagle Rare, and you're like, you hate, you dislike it, strongly dislike it, because you get certain flavors from it that right. I. If I tasted that in it, I wouldn't like it either. But <laughs> that does not make you wrong or me right or me wrong and you right. That's the beautiful yeah. there thing. There is no right and wrong. It's exactly everyone's different. 
whatever you taste is right. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. Since You're you, right you, all the time. You bring that up. That's you know kind of the approach I t- I like to take to it um, is to say rather than say it's crap or say anything like that about the whiskey disparaging to it, I say okay, this is what I get from it, so this is why I don't I don't care for it. It's I'm not putting you down for liking it. And that's, you know, I get on so many of these boards, um, and that's why I don't go on too many of them anymore, it's just because it gets depressing, because you get <laughs> on people, you know, just crapping all over each other because they don't like something that they like or something, like, oh, your your palate sucks, or your palate's so unrefined, or whatever. It's like, I get what I get, you right. know? Seriously, right. your palate sucks? Like, you like that, like, you know what the, because what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. That's not even real just, whiskey people don't yeah, talk just, like that. Just that's bullshit. Just because they pick up something different than you do? I mean, yeah. yeah. Right. And believe me, I want to like Eagle Rare. I have a be- I have a bottle. I've went back to it multiple times. <laughs> you can and, send it to me. <laughs> and maybe or may, one of these days, I'll it'll be just the right mood. I'll have eaten the right thing for breakfast that morning or, or something, and it'll taste you know, good to me, but, well, uh, and that's, it's a, that's a good point. And again, this is so good for the new whiskey people. You know, I say to them, if you bought a bottle and you don't like it, <clears throat> don't get rid of it, put it away on your shelf. Mm-hmm. Because if you are new to whiskey right now, you can open up, let's just use Eagle rare. For example, you take a dram of an Eagle rare and you go, I do not like it, but you've only been drinking whiskey for, let's say a year or two, whatever you're new to it. Five years from now, you could possibly open up that same bottle and go, whoa, what the hell was I thinking? And that is because your palate is more experienced and is trained a little bit better. Yep. But but it's that five years later, you may still open it up and go, what the fuck is this? And it still happens in toothpaste. both. It happens in both directions, too. Absolutely. I have I have, I have bottles on my bar that I, I loved two years ago that I, I can't stand to drink them now and vice versa. And I think tying this all back in as we're you know we're discussing how we all appreciate a a certain level of quality but we all have different flavor profiles that completely jumps right into what this metallica series has really been for us as fans as we're talking about a band that of great artists that that do quality that clearly a lot of people like and, but but everybody's I mean groups of people like different phases and different styles of, of what they've put out that's right absolutely and it's emotional I have an emotional connection to some of my whiskeys and that's why I brought up started off the discussion the way I did I, I am not ashamed to say I have a very deep emotional connection to rare breed um, I'm excited um, in one of our next shows we're going to have a discussion about the new movie that came out called Neat the history of bourbon or the story of bourbon um, it is a fantastic display of how deeply uh, bourbon is connected to American history and how emotional it is and how personal it can be so it's the same with music um, Jake you and I it got really heated last show really really <laughs> heated um, and as it should, you know, because it's an emotional thing. It's also subjective, you know, so I can shit on the black album all I want. It doesn't change the fact if you're like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I can the brown think you're, album. You're comp- <laughs> 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 That's great. That was really good. 
Excellent. <laughs> I mean, I can still think you're an idiot, but it doesn't mean you're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's subjective. It's, it's subjective. It's you cannot taste. argue taste. Yeah. You just Very can't. much so. You can't argue taste. So, um, so that's my whiskey segment uh, for the week. And um, awesome. about these uh, studio albums uh, post the Black Album. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of just a quick timeline in each one of them, and we'll get into discussing how we feel about them. And then we will have to decide uh, what we feel. Uh, if we can be unanimous, that would be great, or at least by a majority, is Metallica's best album. So Load is the sixth studio album by Metallica, released in June of 96 by Elektra. Many call it a Southern rock-influenced album, Load is Metallica's first album on with all on which all tr um, tracks were down tuned to E flat D sharp. Reload. Reload is the seventh studio album by Metallica, released in November of '97 by Elektra. This is the last studio album that will feature Newstead. And really, these albums were supposed to be an A side B side situation. They should have just released them together, in my opinion. But anyway. St. Anger is the eighth studio album by Metallica, released in June of 2003, again by Elektra. This is the last album on that label, and also the final collaboration between the band and Bob Rock as producer. Rock filled in on bass on this album as Newstead had left prior to the recording. Then there's Death Magnetic, the ninth studio album by Metallica, released in September of 2008 through Warner Brothers Records. This is the first album to be produced by Rick Rubens, and this album received the most positive reviews since the Black Album, as it is said to have gone back to its more thrash roots. The next and last studio album by Metallica, 10th, is... Hardwired to Self-Destruct, released as a double album in November of 2016 by Blackened Recordings. This is the first album in eight years since Death Magnetic, and this uh, was produced by Gary um, Fiedelman, who engineered and mixed Death Magnetic. So there we have it, guys. How does everybody feel about these albums? Let's just all say thumbs up or thumbs down. I'll list off each album, and then we can go into talking okay. about it. So let's start with Load. Who has a thumbs up for Load? Big thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, Jake, Ed, and down. Matt. Oh, Matt has down. Okay, I'm down. So two down, two up. Reload. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. I'm, I'm still a thumbs down. up. I'm down. Matt's down. You guys are thumbs up. Okay? Saint Anger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm badly in anger with you. <laughs> okay. Listen to my Death snare. Magnetic. I'm Lars. Listen to my snare. Oh my gosh. Magnetic. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. I'm a down. I gotta go down. Yeah. Wait, what are we on now? Death, Death magnetic. Oh, thumbs up. Okay, so three down, one up. Okay. So I'm gonna actually do this because these are okay and hardwired to self-destruct thumbs up two or thumbs big down. thumbs up uh, i'm still a down 
down. I'll give, I'll give one up. Okay, so Matt and Ed's. Okay, so that one's still in the running. Okay, so we're not even going to talk about St. Anger and Death Magnetic. Okay, so let's just start with Load, um, especially because it was such a departure from everything Metallica had done before that. Big Do you want to stick it off? Because I don't want to talk about this garbage. I hate all these albums. <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. Mildly. Don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll beat around the bush. I... I, I absolutely love this album. I do. I, I think it, uh, like you said, it, it is a complete departure. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, it's it's a very, very different style from, uh, I mean, even even from the previous, the, the Black album. Um, they jumped into this one, and uh, I think I think this is where, to me, this is James's best vocal album i thought he really shined he showed a lot of range um even in songs like uh hero of the day i think is probably my favorite song on this album and he showed uh such a great vocal range from great singing into more of that aggressive kind of uh angst voice and now given we're we're into the era in this album where James has blown his voice and a lot of what he's doing to this point is, is out of out of necessity. He cannot admittedly cannot use his voice in the way that he did prior to uh to Black album that that kind of yelling um he, he just can't do it anymore. But but now we get to see how well he actually can sing and the guy's got a great voice. And I think going back to those albums we're not going to talk about in in that era we see the the complete deterioration of his voice but in oh, these in to me to this album starting off in black album coming into this album and then starting to the downfall into reload we get to see a major uh swing in in james's voice to me i thought uh Guitar wise, Kurt could have used maybe a little less wah pedal on this album, but uh, the uh, the the riffs and the solos are great. Maybe just a little less wah. I feel like he got a new wah, just went nuts with it, and it I, to me this is like this could have just been called wah load. Wait, that comes. That, that sounds really bad. That sounds really pornographic. Maybe you should Wa- edit that. Wallowed. <laughs> but uh... you know, I wish, I wish I could have. We could have combined load and reload and gotten rid of about half of the songs yeah, on each of them. I, and just made one much higher, higher. Quality that would have been album. ideal. I, yeah, I yeah. completely, completely agree. And uh, you know, originally when they did this. This was supposed to be a double album that they separated. And to your point, Ed, I think they could have taken, they could have dropped off three or four of the songs off of Load and thrown in. To me, to me, Reload only has a handful of songs on it that that I even like. So they could have just added those into Load, dropped a couple of crappy songs off of Load and made made a great album. Yeah, because I still kind of think of the two of them, the two was one anyway. When I, when I discuss it with people, 
because yeah, they came one right after the other, and they and they admitted up front right away. But these were all both recorded at the same time, and yeah. we just released basically half an album one year and the other half of the album the next year, um, which is so weird. Yeah. yeah. To, so to I went, that. so I went back and listened to all of these albums, which. I hope you guys understand how much I love you because it was a very upsetting thing to do. So I just have made like a one line note on each one. So when I listen to load, I can sum it up by saying, what the fuck am I listening to? Is this three doors down? (laughs) Reload, just a little more of what the fuck am I listening to? Saint Anger, just go fuck yourself. Death Magnetic, they sound like they're trying to be Slayer in a really crappy way. Hardwired to self-destruct, musically much much better, but I fucking hate James's voice. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much what I think of all those albums. Yeah. That's so where that, I got off on on Hardwired. Is I, I thought the music, I think especially compared to um, the previous two, to Saint Shit and and the other <laughs> one, is with Hardwired. I thought the music was much better. I thought it was like they really kind of dialed in the music the music was pretty good but i mean that james is his voice just it's It's just not there anymore and Mm -hmm. i just this is one of those this is one of those where i i would have loved to have you know some of your bands that you like like for instance like rage against machine when they kind of separated brought in chris cornell and did audio slave and you got to hear a beautiful voice you know, uh, sing with that great music. This is kind of one of those albums where I almost wish they would have had somebody else sing, or or what it would what would it, what would it be like to hear somebody else do the vocals? Because the music to me, I thought was pretty decent, but James would never. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like if I could, <laughs> if I could take out all of the vocals, if I had a mixing studio, um, any Patreon sponsors want to set that up for me? That'd be cool. And if I could. <laughs> I could mix out all the vocals. Um, I would probably say this is a pretty good album. I would probably say this is this does feel more like Metallica than anything they've done after Justice. And actually, um, the reason, yeah, the reason I gave this album a thumbs up, Hardwired a thumbs up, is yeah, because li- listen, well, listen, <laughs> listening to the album many times over and over again, <laughs> I feel like this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> It's your problem, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Matt. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this might, this is, what is it? What will this be? Like episode 10 or something? This is the first time I'm actually disagreeing with Sailor on something. I think. Oh, official. But to me, I think it's like the, the total package for every Metallica fan, whatever their taste is. Because I listen mm-hmm. to the album and I hear bits and pieces of every single Metallica album previous in this album. I hear. Yeah. I hear thrash stuff. I hear early stuff. I hear load stuff like dream no more. Like to me, that song is pure load era. Like For just sure. how heavy it is. And like, to me, it's just a little bit of everything in the total package for all Metallica fans. That's why I gave it a thumb thumbs up. And then you should so. say package again, one more time, package again, just, one more time. Say package. package. I wish package. this, this album could go back in time and be released <laughs> Immediately what do you after think, what do you think about the package, Ed? <laughs> the package? The total yes, package? And I, totally, and I totally agree with you. If you could have this album instead of the Black album, and so with his vocals sounding like that still, I will yeah. actually say 
That is perfect. And also, the one thing I don't like about this is this the speed at which, and I find this to be a thread in a lot of these albums, James trying to shove all these lyrics into, the timing is very weird to me, like the speed at which he's singing and all yeah. of that. It is very odd to me because he never did that before and it was still thrashy and hard, but I le- I loved the pace of hit the way he sang and how he inserted these vocals mm-hmm. in their older stuff. I think that's what made them so unique, especially not being himself, not being a singer. So he said, you know, I, I think he was phenomenal at that. I don't like the pace of this. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there are four rich white guys who aren't <laughs> like, then they're sober. What do they have to sing about anymore? Didn't I mean, I there's nothing. Oh, God. There's nothing. Exactly. No, but what I'm, exactly. like, what are they? What are they? They're living the dream. They're living the fucking dream right now. Like, what do they well, have? My to, daughter's tuition yeah. and her ballet classes yeah. are so expensive. I think you guys know. For me, um, there's two two big things that can really crush um, an, an album. Yeah, that can really crush a package for me are are the vocals or the drums. Yes, and. You know, Saint Anger, the drums were just terrible. I mean, it was unbearable to even listen to. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I felt like they were like, "Hey, go to Home Depot and just you know make an album off of what you find in that store." <laughs> Some of those kids you see in the in the city with a five gallon bucket sound better than. Oh, uh, those guys are awesome. Than Lars. <laughs> those uh, guys are. Saying anger. Oh my That's gosh! Amazing, but but then with you know vocals, uh, you know again back to, to Hardwired. I thought Hardwired was a was a pretty decent album, but it got a thumbs down from me because I couldn't. It was so distracting, James's voice. I just couldn't get past it. And you know when we've talked about Slayer before, it's come up to me where some of their songs I really like the music, but then the vocals come in and I can't stand it. I just can't listen. So there's that. That's always a catch with me. When when there's great vocals or great drums that can also set a an album or a song really high for me, where I'll give it a better a, a better rating than than maybe I would even if the guitars and and bass aren't as great. So. Well, I'm just glad that my uh, oral palate allows me oral. doesn't care about the way James' voice sounds because it allows me to enjoy this album to its fullest. It's what would your sure children for children? But I you know before you guys started complaining about his voice, I never thought twice about it. It's just James from Metallica singing. I didn't. I mean, yeah. it's just him. You know, I never yeah, thought of I, it I being good or bad or anything. It's just James. You know, I envy that. I envy you for that. <laughs> that you can just listen to it and and compartmentalize it in that way. So yeah, so that's why you know for me. I don't know if we want to get into it now, but, um, you know, where this album stands in the grand scheme of things, man, I'd put def- definitely, I'll just, just tease this. It'd definitely be in my top five. Hardwired? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah. before we continue, guys, oh. let's take a quick break, because I'm going to pee my pants if we don't, and mm. it's maybe fun for you guys, but not so much fun for me. And, uh, <laughs> if when we, we our get- pants? How's that fun? I don't. For me to pee my pants might be oh. fun for you guys, but oh, not so oh. much for me. Is I think meant if we pee our pants, it would be fun. I mean, that would be fun for me. <laughs> at you guys, but 
Um, so we'll take a quick break. I will pee. And then when we come back, we're going to have to look at all of our choices through all of the shows and decide which album reigns supreme. So let's go into, let me recap for you guys where we are at with our albums that we chose from all the previous shows, okay? So show number one, we did Kill 'Em All versus Ride, and we all chose Ride. Uh, we did Master of Puppets against Injustice for All, and we went with Master of Puppets. So now we have to choose Black Album or any of these albums afterwards. So I think the easiest way to do it is to say, if you put Black against any of these other albums, would you choose the Black Album? Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Black Album versus The Field. (laughs) I will go Black Album, thumbs up. Same. I will go Black Album. Ed? I would say Black Album with one exception. There's one album in the set I would put above the Black Album. There's no half thumbs. Then you have it's to just, say the other album. Okay, it's the other thumb. album. Okay, Ooh, so then it's goes three, with the three for Black, so that then Black wins. Okay, so <laughs> when when we're so this is what we have to choose between Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, or the Black Album. Oh. So for me, it's easy <laughs> yeah. for me. It's easy for me, too. Um, so, okay, we'll start with you, Jake. Between these three albums, you have to pick one. As and, their this, best and, album. and here's, yeah, and I'm going to be... Not your favorite. I'm going to be as rational as possible here because I have been outspoken that even though Master of Puppets is not my favorite Metallica album, I do believe that it is their most uh, significant and their best, top to bottom, their best album that most portrays what they are as a band and their their significance as a band in music, I believe that Master of Puppets is that album. Okay, that's one for Master of Puppets. Matt? Uh, I've used this word before with this album, and Master of Puppets is the pinnacle of their career. It is their pinnacle musically. It is their p- pinnacle lyrically. Pinnacle spiritually. It is the top of the mountain. Uh, mm-hmm. Master of Puppets for me. No doubt, no question. Okay. Ed? I'll have to go ride the lightning. Whoa. I just think ride the lightning is an overall better album than master of puppets. According to my, my ear. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I, for me, the black album isn't even obviously doesn't even exist. It's between ride and master of puppets. Very difficult for me. I love ride the lightning, but Matt, I agree with everything you said and Jake about master of puppets definitely hands down is their best album they've ever made and probably ever will make so i go master puppets that puts it three to one there's a reason why it's in the library of congress as the most significant thrash metal album in history 
Yeah. Yeah. So if an alien <laughs> comes down and says, "What's thrash metal?" That's what you give them. So okay. So we anyway. have we have a majority, and the majority says that it's official. The Metal Rock and Whiskey podcast agrees that Master of Puppets, Master. Metallica, Master. Metallica's all-time best album. Also, we took some time. If you had to convince someone why Metallica is such a great band or get a new listener, here's you know the songs we feel you should really hear and listen to, we came up with a playlist. And um, this is how we broke it down. I did a little spreadsheet. We independently all chose 10 songs, um, which is very difficult when you have a catalog as Metallica does. Um, I found it excruciating, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but we did it and and nobody knew what we know. We didn't talk to each other about it beforehand. So the playlist comes from what got the most votes. We we surprisingly agreed more. I thought it was going to be a mess um, (laughs) and we were going to have to go into a death match, but that's not the case. So this is what we came up with. First song is Master of Puppets, of course. That was unanimous. We all agreed that yeah. song had to be included included on it could yeah. if there could only be one Metallica playlist, this is it. Um, three of us decided Fade to Black needed to be included. Three of us decided one needed to be included. Three of us decided Creeping Death should be included. Two of us Harvester of Sorrow. Two of us Battery. Two of us for whom the bell tolls. Shame on you fuckers. The other two. Two of us ride the lightning. It's ten songs. It's it's so tough us. to get to ten songs. Mm-hmm. Really? Bell's only had two? <laughs> oh I know. God. What, I'm saying. what the fuck? That's like an epic call to fucking metal. Anyway. That might be their most unique song, too. I mean, just in structure. I just think, yeah. I, yeah. Two um, of them chose Enter Sandman. <laughs> two, of them. <laughs> two of them. <laughs> I wonder two if we can guess who, two, who those two were. Two yeah. of us chose Blackout. <laughs> two of them chose Unforgiven. <laughs> I should have said three of them chose one. I did not. So that's what we came up with. So I am going to make another Spotify playlist with this so you can follow me on spotify i'm sailor retro and you will be able to find this um so listen along with us and um this has been i have to say that i'm super glad that we actually came back to this and decided to re-record it um again if you remember we had originally this was our first ever attempt at recording this podcast and um it was a fucking disaster so much fun but a total disaster we got a little messy halfway through this series. I think it was the Justice episode, maybe. We went off the rails. Got a little it's tipsy. Several times. Several it times happens. we, you know, the uh, the whiskey was talking and emotions got talking. And, yeah. And that's what the show is. It's, it, you know, we're going to especially, again, this is this is probably the, the band that most greatly unites the four of us mm-hmm. is this band. That's what started more, started more everything. Than, started more than any other band, this mm-hmm. this band we we love and but but we all love different parts of it, which is true. Yeah. What, which is why Metallica is so polarizing as a band and 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 why they've cemented their place in history and music is because you can have four completely different viewpoints and Absolutely. and 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 four viewpoints that maybe blend in this area but don't blend in this area but oh I agree with you here but I don't there it's 
that's what makes it such a great discussion. I almost wonder, do you think in the uh, in our Facebook group, uh, Matt, you're like the king of polls in our Facebook group? That really came off uh, interesting. That's yeah. Matt, Matt, yeah. Matt that's, uh, your new, that's your new nickname, King of yeah, Polls. Yeah, the, the yeah, voting polls, not <laughs> the, the actual polls. The voting, polls. voting yeah. polls in a Facebook group. Yes. It would be interesting if, if we posted our four separate lists and mm-hmm. had had our Facebook vote on whose list they like the most. That would be interesting. All right, let's do that. We'll do that for sure. That would be a lot of fun. I, and I just want to say... I just want to say, too, that because how important this series is to me personally and to us, I've always, um, well, first, I'm excited to have gone back to my roots. And there are so many times as we've been doing the series that I have, I can see myself as a 12-year-old girl, a 13-year-old girl um, in the 80s you know, laying on my bed or laying on the floor, listening to this music. And um, so it's, it's really cool. And I love that about music that a song can take you back to a place and a time. So I always knew that some, I would do something. I don't, I don't quite know how to explain it. I think when I created my record label many years ago, I thought, you know, that that's me getting back to my roots with music and with metal. And it, it didn't quite work out that way, but I'm super excited and happy for myself personally, even if nobody ever listens to this podcast again, that I got to do this and um, talk about the band that is such an important part of my life, really. And, you know, my story on this planet and be able to share that with you guys and share that with our listeners um, is really it's really awesome and really cool. And I love that. We live in a time where we have a format like this that we can create a podcast and talk mm-hmm. about the things we love and that I was able to really merge my two passions together, whiskey and music. So yeah. it's been an awesome journey so far and we're just getting started and I'm so happy about that and I'm so excited and I'm really so blown away and so appreciative of the people that contact us that listen to the show that there's anybody listening to the show <laughs> at all. is. <laughs> Is always so great. I'm like, oh, people are listening to it. It's not just us. Four people and our they mom. Are, great. They are listening. They are listening. And it's it's wonderful, and I and I appreciate that. And um, I really love hearing from you guys too, our listeners. Uh, nothing makes me happier because yeah. we do put a lot of work sure. into this. It's it's yeah. so much fun, but it's it's a lot of work. A lot yeah. more work it's, than you think. But it's about it's, you guys, you know. Yeah, it's That's nice right. to know. It's nice to know that as we have. Uh, you know, with this series where we've, I mean, it has been a roller coaster of heated arguments and just crying, laughing and, you know, drunken stupor and sexual innuendos and, uh, and what have you, immature banter. I mean, it's such a great blend. And, and this is, I mean, this is, this is what is so amazing about our two favorite things of whiskey and music that yeah. when you have, you know, friends and you're you have a drink and you talk about your favorite music that you can have all of these elements. And, and we really appreciate that there are other people out there. I mean, we found each other out there. Yeah. We're all, we all different yeah, walks I mean, of life too, yeah. which I we, love that we're all very different. Yeah. The four of us very and this yeah. united us. 
Yeah, we can sit down and have a drink and and talk about our favorite music and our not favorite music and and just have a good time doing it. And yeah. so it's it's awesome that that uh, there's people out there that also enjoy it, and we we do truly appreciate that uh, anybody would take some time to listen to us make complete assholes of ourselves on a regular basis. <laughs> Little do they know how much since uh, there's so much stuff that gets cut out. <laughs> Maybe uh, you could pitch that to some of our patron sponsors. Well, that's the um, thing. If you become a Patreon sponsor, one of the things you get, get you will get some, some of our uh, Some little... Little extra you'll things. Get, you're going to get some audio nuggets that no one else is going to get. Or maybe you'll wish you had and I don't know. <laughs> you're going to get oral packages of puplets. Yes. <laughs> and but what the, what is the tool again? Why can I never buck remember act. the The buck axe. The buck axe. And for anyone who doesn't know what the buck axe is, <laughs> all I can tell you is you stopped listening way too soon. Way too soon. It was also a very inappropriate time for me to fumble my words. But say love fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Um, great discussion. And I'm kind of, like, sad that we're wrapping up Metallica. It's, bitter, it's bittersweet, isn't it? It you is. Know. Can we, can we call this an anthology at this point? Because it's, like, <laughs> it's, not, it's gone past well series. Said, it's, like, on to, like, the epic anthology. <laughs> I think, I think you might be right. I think yeah. you might be right. Yeah. This this yes. has been the Metallica anthology. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. War and peace. Well, this has been awesome. Let's uh let's let's shut it down and let the listeners turn us off. <laughs> but before we go, <laughs> yeah. Does listeners. anyone have anything to share with the rest of us? You know, getting away from our reminiscing of the past and uh speak about the present and what everybody's been listening to so i've been listening to a ton of new music um have you guys heard of the dead weather no but it sounds awesome check them out they are super awesome i've been listening to them like crazy um also all them witches been digging on them a lot lately um so and of course, you know how I feel about Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Um, be- it's because they had a new album out that I was listening to them so much, and I finally had to tear myself away. Um, so I started branching out and um, just really super into the Dead Weather. I won't say anything about them yet. I want you guys to listen to them first, and then because there's something interesting about them, and then we can talk about it afterwards. So I highly recommend giving those bands a listen. You can um, go to their. Uh, instagram or go on spotify give a listen if you like it buy their albums please because they're super awesome how about you guys who else matt well uh as far as music goes i've been kind of dipping back a couple of new things uh dipping back wise protest the hero they're kind of a metal kind of grindcore band if you will um, they just recently toured on their 10th anniversary of their first album, Fortress, or maybe their second album, not, not 100% sure. Uh, but Fortress is the album. I've uh, been listening to that. It's fucking amazing, man. The singer's got great vocal range. Um, it's almost, you know, sometimes listening to that album, you think there's two or three guys singing, but it's actually the same guy. That's how crazy the range is in the vocals on that album. Um, so, you know, if you are looking for something that you maybe haven't listened to, uh, that's not necessarily new, but you want to try something different. I would 
definitely suggest that album Fortress by Protest the Hero. Uh, I know I mentioned this on other episodes that may not have gotten to air, but uh, Dead Empires, they are a, a three-piece instrumental metal band from upstate New York. Uh, really raw, fucking heavy, um, and like I said, instrumental. Go check them out, too, on Instagram, uh, Dead Empires. They might actually follow us on Instagram, actually, because they're that fucking cool. So go check them out, Dead Empires. Jake? Very cool. Uh, you know yeah. what? I kind of dipped back a little bit uh, this last weekend, and for what for whatever reason, uh, I went back through and listened to the entire discography of Pantera from first song in 1990 all the way through, and it just made me. It just you know you, you listen to the, the the songs that you you heard, you know, what, what 20 years ago now, and it's. You just remember. You just, it just strikes up so many memories. It's just awesome. Love it. Can't wait. Can't wait for us to talk about uh, Pantera on a future episode. Actually, I was. Yes, uh, sir. I was just totally jamming on it. But you had. Well, I've been listening to another uh, podcast. It's another scrappy startup podcast, kind of similar to uh, what we're doing here. Some people getting together. And um, it's called the Empty Glass Resistance. Have you guys heard of this one? Yes, I just listened to that. Our uh, friends. So yeah, some uh, some Instagram friends of mine, and I'm sure you guys too uh, get together, and um, they just released their first couple episodes, and uh, I'm digging it. They describe themselves as uh, you know millennials talking about you know just random topics you know, centering around, you know, whiskey or, or wine or whatever it may be. But yeah, it's, it's pretty entertaining. They're a good group and I can see them, uh, going places. And I just wanted to give them a little plug. Absolutely. One of the hosts is actually a female distiller. Um, another one is behind the bar like myself. And then there's Brody, um, who is very knowledgeable about whiskey. Mm -hmm. Um, and has a lot of experience in podcasting as well. And they've been working on this podcast for a very long time. And uh, they deserve all the support they can get. They're all three really great people. And um, mm-hmm. I, I'm really proud of them. I think they came out of the gate really strong. So definitely please give them a listen, The Empty Glass Resistance. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I'll say Brody is, he was one of my first contacts in this whole, like, whiskey journey I did on Instagram. And, you know what, send him a message. The guy is fucking nice as hell. Yeah. Um, you know, very knowledgeable, very very nice, down to earth. Uh, definitely take a take a listen to them. Yeah, very interesting because I just found yeah. out that he's actually an architect, and I yeah. work uh, yeah. in the structural engineering field, and I work with architects all the time. So that thought was kind of cool to uh, mm-hmm. to find that out. Well, anyone, anyway, we just want to say thank you to everybody who is listening. Thank you for if you've made it through all our Metallica episodes. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> You've accomplished. You've something. accomplished something. <laughs> yes. You know, achievement unlocked there. Um, so yeah, we just ask you to to uh, join us uh, next week for the next episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey Podcast. And it's Matt? gonna be Ozzy. Ozzy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, more memories. Mm. Well, I will say to all of our listeners out there, our fellow metal rock and whiskey obsessors, we, of course, value your opinions and your feedback. Find us on Instagram at Metal Rock Whiskey. 
Send us all your love, all your likes, and please share your thoughts, reviews, any questions you have, suggestions, concerns, and comments about the show. Uh, please feel free to do the same on our Facebook page. Search Metal Rock and Whiskey and ask to join to continue discussions, participate in polls, sound off on the show. Uh, and, you know, if you're interested in the show and you've joined the group already and you know somebody that might be interested in any topics we discuss, whiskey, rock, anything, ask them to join the group, post, you know, anything that's relevant, any topics that are relevant. Uh, we welcome anybody who's interested in these topics. Uh, find us on YouTube also if you're not into the iTunes. And uh, if, if you are into the iTunes, please subscribe, give a review. Please don't be an asshole. Just give us that five-star rating. Uh, <laughs> we're four normal people. We're down to earth. We're pretty cool. Give us that five-star rating. Don't give it the one star. Uh, you can follow us all individual on Instagram also, if you wish. Yours truly. I am at the Whiskey Obsessor. That is Whiskey without the E. Ed. You can find me at Bourbon Geek on Instagram. And if you hang out on Xbox Live, you can also find me there at Bourbon Geek. Jake? Sailor? Hey! <laughs> so I'm pretty easy to find on the internets. I am Sailor Retro everywhere. You can also find me on Spotify as Sailor Retro and check out what I'm listening to. And I just wanted to say one quick thing. I always forget to do this. We should also talk about our favorite Instagram accounts. There's one in particular that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Have you guys followed the Subtle Dildo Instagram no. Account. no. Oh, <laughs> Doesn't sound like something I would uh no, Ed, immediately you would. click follow it's on. Genius. It's genius. No, so Ed, it's you would love it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Subtle. a bunch of got Canadian guys and they the scenes that they say set up. I wish maybe they've done it and I just haven't seen it. I wish someone would interview them how long it takes them to set up these scenes. And in each scene there's like crazy scenarios. They've hidden a dildo somewhere and you have to find it. But sometimes I even forget to look for the dildo. I'm just loving okay, the scene. Okay, that so that sounds pretty great. It's amazing. Look, I'm like, where's Waldo, but where's the dildo? Yeah, exactly. But look at, wait a minute. I'm trying to show these. Okay. So the it's, scenes a, it's a photograph. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, one photograph. Okay. And they, the, the scenes they create oh, are amazing. It's so genius, so brilliant. Some of this stuff is hysterical. Mm-hmm. And there's been times when I can't find it. So I have to actually read the comments <laughs> and someone will give it away. Because I'm just like, where is it? I'm looking everywhere for this damn dildo and I can't freaking find it. So anyway, it's, shout out to you guys. It's always a problem if you can't find the dildo. <laughs> the subtle dildo. I love you guys. Thanks. If I'm having a bad day, there's two things that I do if I'm having a bad day. I go look at subtle dildo or Slayer Goes to Church. Look yes. it up on YouTube. Oh, man. I've seen it eight million times and I still cry laughing. It like you should just I should just watch it every morning. It just starts your day off right. So that's me. I'm Sailor Retro. And I'll shut up now. We'll we'll work those uh favorite IGs into the next one. Um, we'll just go with those two because uh, that's going to be enough for everybody listening to go ahead and uh, consume and digest and, and, and move forward from there. So, um, again, thanks, everybody. Go check out our uh, our Patreon. You know, this is a labor of love for us, but it does uh, it, it does actually cost a few bucks to, to keep this show up and running. So check out our Patreon 
Uh, the link is in our uh, in our Facebook group as well as in our IG profile. Uh, I think it's basically just patreon.com forward slash metal rock whiskey if i'm shooting that off the hip you're gonna find uh some cool different tier levels there where you can uh you can get involved and get uh get different prizes there's some some giveaways that are gonna happen as well as uh, access to um, different clips that are ridiculous in nature that uh come out of these come out of these shows because our good friend ed over here thank god cuts out a good chunk of us making garbage total fools garbage. <laughs> yeah Ho- hopefully hopefully you guys enjoy the finished product of the show because ed does such a great job of cutting yeah. out the garbage You're amazing, ed. <laughs> or, or putting or putting in things too, or, yeah. you know, just in or, case. or yeah. putting in the number five five yeah five five, <laughs> five. <laughs> And thank you to Sailor for uh, for getting this this uh, together and giving us a good uh, a good scope of production to work with. Um, yeah, but we're at the end. Our our glasses are empty. Tip your waitress. We're out. Fuck you, Lars. Bye, everyone. Adjo. I love trees and riding a bicycle with no seat. Get your cock button ready. (laughs) As for myself, um, are you commando right now, Ed? Um, slightly less than, (laughs) or more than. Ed's underwear were actually hanging out of the dresser drawer behind him earlier. Yeah. Touche. Anyway, Ed, what are you drinking this evening? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Take a sip. <laughs> well. Unique New York. Unique New York. Composure. <laughs> composure. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. All right. Starting of off course. good. Metallica oh, syndrome yep. hits again. How this now, Don Cop? How now, Puplets. Don Cop? Puplets. 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 <laughs> Uh, Do you guys want to finish this show tonight? <laughs> I think we're off to a great start. <laughs>